Smartcast. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello and welcome to Mint. I am Nasreen Sultana. You are listening to All Things Markets, where I speak to experts analyzing the big trends moving the stock markets. Post-pandemic. Re-rating of real estate stocks has surprised markets as Nifty Realty Index has outperformed the mid-caps by more than 60% in the past year. The pandemic played a catalyst in accelerating market share gains into the hands of organized real estate players. Boosted by economic recovery and robust stock market wealth creation, the top 8 cities in India are seeing a strong growth momentum in real estate sector. So, how did the festive season pan out for real estate companies? What are the big investment trends in the sector? To understand that, I'm in conversation with Sharath Agarwal, Executive Director, Capital Markets, Knight Frank. Hi Sharad good morning welcome to the show Thanks Nasreen thanks for having me So real estate sector has been a quite attractive one after the pandemic So according to you what have been the key investment trends in real estate post pandemic Uh yeah Nasreen so what we are seeing is uh, that the real estate market is regaining the confidence of the global and domestic institutional investors as the economy has almost fully opened after the second wave and with the increasing pace of vaccination a view is beginning to form that the third wave even if it comes may be uh, localized and this has led uh, investors to actively start looking at opportunities uh, across india again and and opportunities are available on both the equity and debt side although india remains uh, credit starved the space left by nbfcs is being filled by global credit funds who are becoming quite active in india and with the declining interest rates in india and the cap rate compression uh, the interest rate gap between overseas and domestic market is narrowing which is opening up newer avenues for investment uh, for for the investors Are you seeing uh, new private players or new private funds uh, getting attracted to the real estate sector particularly in India and if yes then uh, what is it that India stands out when it comes to the real estate sector yeah, I think uh, yes uh, a lot of new investors are getting att- attracted to India especially uh, because of uh, what what has happened during this uh, you know 18 month uh, almost uh, going on to 2 years kind of pandemic period there's been a lot of consolidation that has happened in india during this period uh the large players have become larger and stronger uh they have uh, gained market share while the tier 2 tier 3 players uh continue to face liquidity challenges uh they have stuck projects weak sales and collections the larger players have also reduced their debt over this uh, period and brought down their cost of borrowings as well so they are well positioned to take advantage of the post covid uh, rebound in demand and that is what investors are seeing and are looking to partner with this uh, you know top tier developers uh, for growth uh, going forward okay so like any other sector uh, that we have seen uh, post pandemic uh, the unorganized sector is um, is losing out to the organized players is that whatever is uh, playing out in the real estate sector too 
Absolutely. That, that is that is what we are seeing uh, that uh, both from a consumer side as well because con- mm. uh, customers and players have lost confidence uh, with many of the smaller uh, developers who've not delivered projects have been stuck for you know 10 10 years and mm. people have put their life savings in that and people are realizing that even if they pay a premium to go with a high quality name I think it is worth it. Uh, one for that you you get a timely delivery, you get a quality that was promised to you or sold to you at the time of the sales, either through a sample flat or through mm. a brochure. So people are taking those calls, and we are seeing very much a you know kind of a K-shaped market uh, where where uh, the market share is moving to the larger organized players. Hmm. It's quite encouraging to see real estate, which is a very important part of the economy, that it has recovered so much and so well after the pandemic. But I'm very curious to also understand what has led to this recovery. See, cost cutting by many of the big players was one of it, no doubt. But what are the other reasons? Because see, moratorium was also is no more there after last year. I think the entire 2021, uh, we didn't have the moratorium. Interest rates are low now, but may come back again because RBI is indicating a hike in interest rates. So what is leading the recovery in uh, real estate sector, particularly in India? And uh, do you see that interest rate is low interest rate has played a big role and it may actually work in reversal? when RBI act, uh, increases rate? Yeah, so uh, on, on both those points, uh, let me take one by one. One is uh, on, on the residential demand itself. So that is driven, uh, as you said, by interest rates. But I think not just interest rates, it is favorable government policies. So there were stamp duty cuts in multiple markets. There's pent-up demand for the last 18 months. Uh, pricing has become attractive. In fact, real estate has been in a uh, kind of a soft spot for the last six, seven, eight years, depending on the market. And pricing has really not moved, whereas incomes and salaries have grown up, have gone up. So the affordability has become much, much better than it was at any time in the past. Also, developers are offering attractive uh, payment plans. And uh, as you said, the interest rates are are low, probably uh, multi-decade lows. But I think even a 50, 100 basis point increase from here, which the RBI has telegraphed over the next year or so, I think people can absorb that. And uh, I think this this is a trend that is going to be there for long. We've been in a slowdown for, for almost seven, eight years. And we see the cycle turning. And this seems almost like 2003, four. And and this uh, market could uh, do strongly for the next several years. Okay. See, after lockdown, most of the offices had given away their spaces or or at least reduced their office space. Uh, what has been your takeaway in the last uh, two years or maybe 18 months uh, in the trends if you look at office space versus the residential space. Now, because people are working from home, is there more demand for affordable and residential properties than the office space? Uh, Let me first talk about the office market. So office, yes, uh, there was uh, some people, uh, some companies let off uh, their space. But what we are seeing, all that is now kind of behind us. Whatever space uh, rationalization and all was to be done is already done. We're seeing now fresh demand come into the market. There are multiple uh, domestic and uh, uh, multinational companies who are looking for new office space. 
uh, site inspections uh, have have uh, increased uh, negotiations are going on for several signings so i think we are uh, almost like close to the bottom in terms of the office market and we should see a strong recovery in the office market in 2022 on the residential side now uh, as as i said previously uh, demand is coming back uh, in a big way because because uh, because of the affordability as well as the uh, attractive pricing and the interest rates and also buyers are preferring ready to move homes uh, and larger homes with better amenities and even uh, you know millennials who initially we thought uh, they are more in the sharing uh, kind of uber uh, economy and uh, everyone was wondering whether they will buy homes or not we are seeing increasing trend of millennials uh, switching to uh, buying homes rather than renting okay what about the commercial space here i mean about the retail uh, shops or malls uh, especially in uh, cities like mumbai delhi or even uh, Chen, uh, chennai or chandigarh where the footfalls for malls have uh, decreased uh, a because there were a lot of restrictions even after the lockdown had opened uh, like for example in maharashtra you need a mobility pass uh, once you are vaccinated so there were a lot of hiccups even for the malls to open up so is there any uh, you know confidence coming back in that space yes so see uh, malls uh, yes lot of the buying moved uh, online uh, for essentials and even for non essentials because of the lockdown but i think malls have malls have become more a uh, you know place of experience where you go uh, for entertainment for eating out and also shopping and i think people people were missing that and uh, during this festive season as far as wherever uh, whichever cities uh, restrictions are relaxed and are allowed people are seeing very uh, significant footfalls uh, returning back to the malls okay uh, you know if we shift uh, our focus to the capital markets see primary market is really heated up now with so many ipos but uh, one sector which has not shown that much of um, ipos is the real estate sector now no doubt real estate sector stocks which are listed are already giving great returns to the uh, investors but there there seems to be a very much you know low number of real estate ipos or rits or invits in the last uh, two years especially after pandemic what is the reason for that what we are seeing uh, 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 is that most of the recent ipos are from the startup space uh, nasreen and not from stable mature industries like metals cement steel commodities or engineering these co sector companies are valued based on their past performance and uh, and i think after a couple of more quarters of good performance uh, so maybe with fy22 numbers some of these companies will be ready to hit the markets i understand that couple of reits and real estate companies are uh, planning their ipos in uh, in the next year okay so post fy22 probably there would be some real estate ipos that's what i think also mm. uh, see many of the large players are already listed mm. and some of the other large players are are family owned and mm. they are quite strong themselves and they may not see a reason to come to the market in fact real estate uh, from a market's point of view is a more especially if you are on the residential side due to the uh, you know accounting rules the earnings are pretty lumpy 
and hmm. do not uh, lend themselves to a you know kind of a quarterly growth uh, let's say in uh, you would have in a fmcg or an it company so the markets uh, markets find it hard to value uh, uh, real estate companies properly and some hmm. of these larger family owned businesses may choose to be private uh, for that reason okay what about reits and invits see both the products are very uh, new um, newly introduced uh, and sebi did uh, make some changes in the regulations also but uh, we've not seen uh, that kind of money being raised through reits or even invits uh, what is your outlook on both the separate products yeah, i think they they are a new product Uh, as you said and they are quite welcome in the market they are there to provide more let's say stable income and and you know reasonable growth uh, uh, to the investors and i think uh, the initial reads uh, that have come in have been well received i think to do a read uh, you need a critical mass of assets uh, to be there because 80% of the assets have to be income generating uh, so it's it's based on what you have in hand right now versus uh, versus growth prospects and as i said uh, previously there are a couple of reits uh, who are uh, planning to hit the market in the coming year and and i think we should see that uh, uh, as we go forward are there are there still challenges in uh, listing or getting enough investors for reits and invits i think this is a new asset class uh, so people uh, i mean people have understood it but i think it is not widely spread uh, across across the investor class and they don't uh, many people treat it like any other equity share whereas i think this is this sits somewhere between an equity and a debt product uh, it has some fixed income characteristics uh, because uh, 90% of the income has to be distributed every 6 months and so people have to look at it as a asset class by itself which i think as the market deepens more reads come in more reads and invits uh, come into the market uh, market will deepen and people will understand it better and it will evolve as a asset class by itself which is what we've seen in in the more developed markets okay so what about uh, you know margins of the real estate players now because the last 3 uh, 4 quarters we have seen real uh, no raw material cost have really shot up um, be it for the infrastructure companies like steel or even all metals have increased uh, prices and as a consequence even cement prices have increased so how are this real estate players able to uh, manage their margins i think uh, see initially uh, uh, given the whole pandemic uh, situation last 18 months and the pricing situation for for much longer for the last 6 7 years uh, developers didn't have much pricing power uh, but as the demand has come back over the last 2 3 months and especially uh, through this uh, festive season uh, developers are beginning to find ways to increase prices uh initially developers absorbed all the cost increases uh, that may put pressure on their margins although most of it was what was being sold was ready inventory so uh, the percentage of cost uh, that would be required to kind of finish that would be small but new launches what developers are doing now is they are doing smaller projects and in some cases even one tower at a time so this allows them to launch uh, a new project or a new tower at a higher price 
without raising the price of what has already been launched. So that way developers are uh, able to uh, pass on the increase in prices uh, to the home buyers. Okay, so how has been the festive uh, uh, demand or sales for real estate now? Um, were there a lot of discounts and uh, were there were a lot inventory sold in key markets? Absolutely. I think uh, festive season, season, even before the festive season began, uh, we saw a lot of sales come through, uh, especially after the second wave. So maybe, you know, from August, September kind of time frame. And this was initially uh, restricted to, you know, ready to move inventory, completed projects from good quality developers. But even before the festive season, we started seeing new launches. And that has only accelerated uh, as as we move through the festive season, and we are seeing uh, uh, you know more more and more interest coming from the home buyers uh, for this, and and we see this trend uh, continuing going forward. Okay, so what is the average ticket size of residential properties in metros like Mumbai, Delhi, and? Uh, uh, how how much does it differ in uh, compared to the tier two, tier three cities in terms of price rise trend? What what we are seeing is that uh, you know uh, even in big cities like Delhi, Mumbai, uh, the ticket size varies by which location and and you know where where you buy it and and what kind of uh, what size of property you are buying. But what we've seen interestingly is from last year to this year the kind of average ticket size or uh, is is slightly starting to move up uh, from last year as people prefer uh, a slightly larger homes or homes with better amenities and facilities so we are seeing a trend towards uh, people spending slightly more on their homes uh, going forward Okay, Sharad, one last question before we wind up is, uh, do you see real estate prices, uh, you know, correcting? Because that's one thing most investors want to know, people, especially those uh, consumer for the from the consumer side, if real estate prices are going to fall, especially in very, very expensive markets like um, Delhi NCR, Mumbai. See, what, what we are seeing is that prices didn't move up for the last uh, seven, eight years in most markets, especially these these two larger markets. And they've only just recently started uh, moving up. Uh, as we've seen in the past cycles, uh, you know, real estate is, is a cyclical industry. And we've been in a low cycle for quite some time. And I think the cycle is just turning. So barring any external shocks uh, to the economy or domestic shocks to the economy, I think this, this cycle uh, will only get stronger from here. And we are at the beginning of it, uh, not, not at the end of the cycle. All right, Sharad, on that note, thanks a lot for uh, sharing your time and, uh, of course, those insights. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Nasreen. It was great talking to you. For feedback, you can write to me at nasreen.s at lifemint.com or you can reach out to me on Twitter at Nasreen Story. You can also reach out to us at HT Smartcast. We are present on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And to listen to more podcasts like this, you need to log on to www.htsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.